Is anybody feeling boxed in this morning? Like maybe there aren't as many options as you would like there to be. Or maybe you've had that experience and you know that it isn't a good one to feel. When you're boxed in, you're afraid and you fear for the future. When was the last time that you took something out of the box? Both of those questions we'll talk about this morning. In the Lichtenberger house, in our basement, there are many boxes. I'm sure your houses are much the same. We have all sorts of stuff down there. And we have bins and boxes. We have decorations that are sorted by the season. We have camping supplies that are in old Tupperware containers. And then we have containers filled to the old camping stuff that we don't use anymore. Lord knows why it's still in our basement. But I can't throw it out. Anybody resonating with that? There's lots of stuff in boxes and compartments on the shelves. We think about that. Boxes and containers, compartments on the shelves... That's the way we live our lives, isn't it? It's a metaphor for the way that we approach much of what we do. We have compartments, areas of our living. There's home and there's work. There's another box for the things that we like to do, our pastimes. Another box for the shows that we like to watch or tape on TV. There's another box for our friendships, another for our prayer time. And we take those boxes off the shelves and we make use of the contents. And when we're done, we put them back on the shelf in nice order. Now there's some of us that are box ninjas, right? There are a few of us who really know how to do this very well. That keep everything always organized. I'm, by the way, not one of those folks. I try, but I quickly get mixed up in the box and the order. And, 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 but, but box ninjas are those who really know how to organize life. We aspire to be like those who have it all together, right? We want to be those who know and and quickly can move from thing to thing without much time wasted in the process. But we also know that life is not as easy. Life is not a box of chocolates that are all wrapped up in order where we just take the lid off and it's all in front of us. No, we know all too well that life consists of hard times and messiness. We know that things are lost and misplaced. We know that things get hidden. We know that life can be hard and not orderly. 
In the story that I just read from Matthew's Gospel, Jesus has interaction with the Pharisees. Now, if you want to know a group of people who are box ninjas, who really knew how to work in and out of boxes, it was the Pharisees, the good and holy people of Jesus' time. They kept life orderly, and, and they kept life organized by rules and holy orders. And those things that were good and pure were inside the sacred box. And all the messiness, all the brokenness, all the things that needed healing, why they were just boxed up and put out on the curb. The Pharisees knew that in order to stay in the box, you had to be good. You had to do things the right and organized way. And if you messed up, you find yourself along with the outcasts on the curb. Trouble with that, of course, is that that image of living is exactly opposite of where Jesus was and what the kingdom of God that Jesus taught and, and preached and shared with the people was. You see, in Jesus, the boxes... The compartments are not important. Jesus purposefully takes things out of the box in order to share God's love and grace and forgiveness with everyone he encountered. The ones that were discarded by the good and holy people on the curb, that's the places Jesus went first. And he opened the box and he healed them and he ate dinner with them. And he shared the love and the grace of God that just simply wouldn't be boxed up. And throughout Jesus' ministry, he was about sharing that love and that grace. And it drove the Pharisees nuts. And they found it necessary to box Jesus up for good. So they tried to entrap him, try to box him in with comments about taxes and the emperor. On the one side, they tried to say, you know, if, if this Jesus says that we shouldn't pay taxes to the emperor, oh, that'd be great. Jesus would be in the box, the present that we would hand over to the emperor and say, look, this is the one who's causing all the trouble. This is the one who doesn't want to pay your taxes. On the other hand, if Jesus says, you got to pay your taxes to the emperor, why the people, the people doesn't like to pay taxes. The people are kind of against that. And so he would lose credibility with the crowds that just seemed to love him to pieces. But Jesus refuses to be boxed in. Jesus refuses to be put in a nice, easy container with a lid that shuts tight on the top. That was true back then, it's true today. Instead, Jesus says, give me your coin. Let me see the coin. Whose image is on the coin? And what's the title? What he's referring here to is, if you want to Google later, Roman coins, you'll see that they had the image of the emperor on it. 
And many of them, on the back side of the coin, had some kind of a title that was ascribed to the emperor. Something along the way of like the son of God, or in the case of Julius Caesar, God Julius. Wow. And he says, if take that coin, it belongs to the emperor, give it back to the emperor. Give him back his titles, give him back his pretensions of power. Give him back the things that belong to him that are important. And then, then give to God what belongs to God. Not empty titles on a little piece of precious metal, but give God what is due to God. Take a look. Take a look at your shelves at all the shelves in your life, with all the different boxes, with all the different compartments. The compartment of your family and your friends. Do they belong to God? If so, give thanks and share that love and that grace of God with them. The compartment of your health Give thanks to God for the gift of life each day. For the compartment, you go through all those boxes and bins, the ones that are nice, orderly up in front, the ones that are hidden and smashed in the back, and yes, even the ones out on the curb. And in each case, give thanks to God and to recognize that in each one of those many compartments, the love of God transcends and starts to push out on those boxes, starts to push back the fear of being trapped in. The love, the grace of God goes beyond our categories and it frees us to be people that live as Christ lives. The last box that the Pharisees thought they had Jesus in happened on a Friday. And Jesus was taken down from the cross and Jesus was put into a box and a large stone was covering the entrance. And there, outside of that box, two soldiers were placed. And it seemed like the power of Rome won the day. And that the emperor had the last laugh and the last and final ability to take life away. But of course, you know the end of the story. On Easter Sunday, God rolled back the stone. God caused the soldiers to be like dead men. God broke open the box and said, the resurrection, the life that Christ offers cannot be contained. It cannot be contained in this world. It cannot be contained in our lives. But instead, it frees and it opens us to love outside of the boxes, to love in ways that share Christ again and again in this day.
We give thanks to God for that good news and for that invitation to holy living. Amen.